0: you are welcome back within thin lines and who are you oh yeah i'm
1: nicole
2: <laughs> phenomenal welcome back and we have nicole freemeyer here you still go by freemeyer freemeyer oh i butchered it nicole freemeyer there you go freemeyer i knew Frey-Meyer. that freemeyer fry fry like uh futurama sure you don't know his fry as a main character
0: i was thinking like meyer like the store like french fry and then the meyer store
2: fry meyer
0: fry meyer gotcha yeah
2: i like it well awesome bonus episode little uh, impromptu visitation
0: Shit, here we go
2: here we go let's do it what are you doing here hanging out just hanging out drinking drinking chatting having a good time what are you drinking corona corona it's fitting here it is <laughs> why is it fitting
0: you know, middle pandemic. It's the premiere corner oh, as well. Oh, so right. The we, new parents. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome. Well, to everybody out there, uh, welcome back to the show. We're doing a little bonus episode here with a good friend. Someone who I haven't seen probably in four years. Right? It's been a while. It's been, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's, it's been minute. so
0: long you forgot how to pronounce my last name.
2: French fries at Myers. There you go. Free Myers. Free the Myers, but yeah. So we want to do an impromptu show um, with a specific mission on this episode to give an example. I think you're going to be a perfect guest for what we do here within Thin Lines is to embrace our hobbies. Right, talk about the importance of having something to fun, you know, something fun to do in the back. Not just being work, not just being uniformed, but actually having a hobby and doing something where you enjoy, and it's your output, outlet? Both. Both. It's your resource, right? So what do you do?
0: As a profession or as a hobby? Yes. I am a paramedic and a nurse as a professional career. And then for my hobby, I, I like to play guitar. I like music.
2: What do you play? What kind of music?
0: Oh, yeah, I play guitar. <laughs> <but> <laughs> uh, I, <clears throat> I think I center more around '80s hair metal. Okay, just metal in general, rock, um, things that are you know more fun to play on guitar. Pop's not super fun to play on guitar, so really, yeah, no pop here.
2: Were well, you more acoustic or electric? I'm or definitely Spanish?
0: No, no, no Spanish no guitar. Spanish. I'm not that good. Um, no, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I mainly electric, uh, I, I'm a shredder, so.
2: Ooh, what does that mean?
0: Lead guitar, plays the solos, um, gets the good melodies.
2: I like I get, it. I get the fun part. Do you? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'm excited to have you here. You know, I think just following up on your conversation or our conversation with you and, uh, you know, I think. We went a little while not talking for a bit, you know, just because we're both very busy individuals. And then all of a sudden I saw your post and you're like, can anybody know how to design, you know, like a logo for my band? And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm bored. Sure, what's up? What do you got? And uh, I spent a couple hours and a couple uh, more hours every time you wanted some adjustments. You
0: came through, <laughs> though. You did. You came through.
2: Yes. So I put it up and uh, made a design for it. And then you, you know, kind of heard your story about what you were doing and how you were maintaining some... Uh, sense of balance and uh yeah i think it was uh an, an opportunity to invite you here to kind of talk about your side and your stance but before we go any further i think what i like to do is to break the ice because every time i have a guest over it's always like oh man they got a microphone we're being recorded i love to see our members kind of like fade away from the mic and you know, realize that it's just a normal conversation so a little bit of an icebreaker we're going to play with is that all right? sounds good to me awesome game called the mad minute right it's the impromptu questions to get the first impression thoughts um genuine unfiltered just unprovoked responses right so you got a minute we'll probably give you more than a minute because i got a lot of questions i want to ask you but it helps to break the ice and just calm the nerves of microphone and studio stuff so you ready to go
0: you just be careful what you wish for with the gen- <laughs> genuine uh, it's responses. Easy.
2: It's it's too easy. And go. First person you most like to get drunk with, past, present, or future.
0: You, right now.
2: Yeah, there you go. Where did you grow up?
0: South Haven, Michigan.
2: And where did you become who you are today?
0: Oh, shit. Uh, South Haven, Michigan.
2: Okay, favorite movie. Die Hard. Die Hard. Okay, which one?
0: The first one.
2: Damn straight. A penguin entered this room wearing a sombrero. What does he say and what do you do?
0: Hola, bitches. Hola,
2: bitches. Okay. If you had to fight Iron Man or Superman, who would you choose?
0: Superman. He's a fucking pussy.
2: <laughs> so wouldn't you want to fight the, the tougher guy or you want an easy fight?
0: No, I I want an easy fight. Okay. I'm trying to go home tonight.
2: If you beca- <laughs> If you became president for one day, what would you do? Drink. Drink. I like it. Uh, Describe your dream vacation.
0: Oh, I've always wanted to go to... uh, Keep going. Where do I want to go? I've been everywhere I want to go. Let's go back to Alaska.
2: Alaska, okay. And what is your greatest achievement?
0: So far, honestly, getting my nursing license.
2: Nursing. What's your greatest failure?
0: Not being famous yet.
2: Oh, what's your greatest fear?
0: Not being famous. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what thrills you?
0: Roller coasters and sex.
2: Okay. You're you're a new color in a crayon box. What color are you and what do you call yourself? Viridian. Viridian. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, all right. A little foreshadowing there. Favorite cup of caffeine?
0: Favorite cup of caffeine?
2: Or style?
0: Coffee. Any, Coffee. any style.
2: No bang energy drinks? Nah. No Red Bulls?
0: I do like the bang, but not that way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> favorite adult beverage.
0: Oh, favorite adult beverage. Uh I'm really into Moscow mules right now, so will we'll yeah, we'll go with that.
2: Ginger. Okay. Most embarrassing thing that happened to you.
0: I peed the bed when I was in college. What? It happened. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. Fair enough. We will uh we'll talk about that <laughs> yeah. off the mic.
0: <laughs> there is an explanation there. <laughs>
2: is there? well awesome well there it is a little fast or mad minute uh just to kind of break the ice and uh for us to understand who you are and what you're about so another question is why are you here you invited me but why
0: because i wrote a song that you liked
2: fair enough i like it so let's talk about it you're a paramedic i am you're a nurse i am what's the difference
0: a lot of differences, actually. Um, I think paramedics uh, we're trained to focus on one very specific issue, uh, you know, what whatever the call's about, what's happening to the patient. Whereas nursing, we are trained to focus more on a big picture, from the time that the patient walks through the door to the time they leave. Um, we're trained to focus more on <clears throat> them as a human being rather than a specific problem that we have to fix as as paramedics.
2: Okay. So like blood labs, lab values, chem charts. Everything. Everything.
0: Everything. You know, we have to find wounds that, you know, we don't need to find as paramedics. We have to, you know, watch out for skin care, we have to make sure that they can do infection da- activities of daily living. Uh they can swallow. Hmm. We also have to take care of their family members.
2: Which one do you like better? Or more?
0: They're Completely different from my perspective. Hmm. Uh, I enjoy the skill set I have as a as a paramedic. I like the fast pace of being a paramedic. I like that um, I can drop the patient off, <laughs> and I don't have to you know really really worry about them once they get to the ER. Um, but I do enjoy getting to know my patients as people um, wh- while I'm a nurse. So sure, I think they're they're very different.
2: Do you find yourself having that long-term connection with your patients to a sense of, like, uh, more responsibility, maybe more attachment? Like, when stuff bad happens, do you take it more personally because you're with them a little longer? I
0: think so. Um, you know, working on the floor, you see the same patients multiple days in a row. And so I think, you know, when – When you leave the patient, when your shift is done and you leave the patient, you give your handoff report to another nurse, and they're fine, and then you come back to work the next day, and the nurse is like, oh, you know, shit hit the fan. You're like, well, what the fuck did you do? Like, when I left, they were fine. So.
2: It's more personal. A little bit. Yeah.
0: I I felt that way as as a medic, though. When you drop a patient off at the ER, and you go and, you know, check up on them, and ER is like, yeah, they didn't make it. You're like, well, I fucking dropped them it off with a me, pulse. Right? Like, <laughs> what'd you guys do?
2: Uh, right. There it goes. What was the process like? How did you, uh, I mean, when I first met you, we were working in the ambulance together for a bit. And uh, you pursued your paramedic license. What was the process for going for nursing? Was there a bridge to go to? Like a course that's shorter? How did you, how did you manage it?
0: Yeah, so there is a bridge program. I went to the program up in... Madison, Wisconsin.
2: Mm.
0: Um, so they, it, it ended up taking me about a year and a half to get through nursing school. It's an associate's degree, um, but you can go get your bachelor's, you know, if he wants to. I, I don't have a need to do that. I don't care. But uh, yeah, it, about a year and a half, they, br- the first half of the year is a bridge program into nursing, and then they pretty much just plop you into a second year nursing program. Um and they they understand I, I liked the program because they understand that you have all of the all of the skills you might not have all of the medication knowledge um, there's there are a lot more medications as a nurse that you have to focus on um, and then like I said they kind of train you to see the patient as a whole person instead sure. of just a problem that needs to be fixed so
2: what do you know about ketamine
0: I like it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, We've man. had this conversation. We've before. had. I think
2: everybody I know had <laughs> at some point a conversation with me on ketamine, and then I'm sure there's a lot of viewers right now or listeners that are or s- hearing me even mention ketamine. and probably rolling their eyes already, but I've got a, uh, I got a tough spot for for that medication.
0: Wait, do you, I can't remember if you like it or you. I hate love
2: it. it. I love it, but I cannot stand the current protocols on it. Like a previous state that I used to work at, you know, they were so lax on how much ketamine you're giving these patients and it's like Michigan. <coughs> no? Yes. Yes. Um, there's no reason to give them three, four hundred of ketamine, you know what I mean? Like you'd be surprised what just fifty of ketamine could do to a person. So I don't know. That's that's I could talk for hours about it, and you're about to like get me triggered on it. So we'll just no. I think away. a lot of
0: the ER nurses that I've worked with, they hate it. They're like, oh, well, the patient came in, they gave them ketamine, and now they're not breathing. Uh, what it wasn't the ketamine? They probably did a bunch of other shit. Sure. Uh, that made them stop breathing. Yeah. It wasn't the ketamine? So I I don't know. Nurses and paramedics, we differ on we on ketamine. do differ on it. I like ketamine.
2: Yeah. We do differ on it, and now you're kind of in a weird spot because you do both. So, would you say if you had to pick one, are you more a medic or are you more of a nurse?
0: Oh, I'm definitely a medic. Oh, ah, there I'm you go. Medic at heart. Always,
2: don't forget your roots. That's I where love it's it. at. Absolutely, that's phenomenal. Yeah, I don't know. Ketamine's just a sweet spot. You know, it's a it's a conversation I can have for hours, and there's so much studies behind it that still need to be done. Like, you wouldn't think. Oh, I guess what's a reversal agent on ketamine?
0: Not like the no romazicon's for. I don't know if it. I don't. I mean,
2: what's something that you carry in your drug bag that might you might think as a reversal?
0: I mean, we have Narcan.
2: Yeah, it's not on the books that Narcan will work, and some physicians will even say that you're wasting your time. It's not gonna
0: hurt you if you give it. Right. Just give it. Just give it. It doesn't take that long. I pushed
2: Narcan on a ketamine overdose, and it worked. Just give it. Just give it. It could just have been the Narcan. It. it could not have been the Narcan. <laughs> right. it, you never know. Right. It could have just been the needle poke that woke him up. Right. Who knows? The stimulation. It worked. It worked. We'll say it worked. Yes. Just log it. Proven. <laughs> I love this. Oh, goodness. By um, year and a half, right? How how many years of a uh, paramedic did you have beforehand?
1: Oh, like four?
2: Four.
0: Four or five. Yeah, probably about four
2: would you say it was beneficial to have your paramedic before you went nursing or did it kind of hinder your learning plan?
0: No, I think it was definitely very very beneficial. Sure. Um I didn't get any of the books for the nursing program? No. I didn't need them. Mm. Um but I think especially in like the scenario-based uh areas, you know, being a paramedic, you just kind of dive right in. You sure. you already know pretty much what's going on whereas a lot of the newer Nurses that haven't had that real life experience, they're a little bit afraid to, you know, get in the weeds or mess up, and you know, you kill your patient. Oh well, it's practice. Mm. Whoops.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Never do that again. Nope. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, I think there's a lot of people who've asked me in the past, like they wanted to go for their nursing and they hadn't gone for the medic yet, and I always tell them like, just get your medic first, knock it out you know, look at anything, it'll help you for a nursing school. But as a nurse, having your paramedic, You're like, way more marketable.
0: 100%. Very, yeah, I, th- I think a lot of the things that I've gotten, you know, to do as jobs, and even in travel nursing, it's helped that I was a paramedic and that I already have my ACLS, I already have my PALS, I, I already have PHTLS. Like, I, I have all these extra certifications sure. um, that... They're like, Oh, you know your cardiology? Perfect. Yeah, come come work on the cardiac floor. Like, we need you. Yeah. Okay.
2: No, that's awesome. I think it's one of those things that just have that uh that background and that history and that extra name or title behind your name on an email. Like it it's all about marketing, right? If Absolutely. you want a job, you gotta have the, the reputation and the credentials behind it. What inspired you to let's start as a paramedic. What inspired you to be a paramedic? Why'd you get into EMS?
0: I went to Fire Academy.
2: Oh, well, tell me about that.
0: I went to fire academy. <laughs> um, I, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do in college as a bachelor's degree, so my mom suggested that I go to fire academy, and I, I did. We did that whole MFR thing. Yeah. And unfortunately, I didn't live close enough to get on a fire department without being, like, public safety. Sure. So I realized that I like the medical side of things a little bit better anyway. So, I went and got my EMT and then got my medic, and here we are. And then my nursing license.
2: Yeah, what made you do that?
0: My nursing license? Mm -hmm. Money.
2: Money? Really? Let me be honest, it's all money. Yeah, really? It's all money. Oh, okay. I could see that. And then you were telling me earlier when you first got here, traveling. right, you're a travel nurse? I'm a travel nurse. What does that mean? Where does that entail?
0: So, you have to be a nurse for at least, I think it's a year or two years before you, an agency will uh, let you join their agency. So then once you join an agency, you get a recruiter, you get a bunch of people on your team, and then um, you can pretty much just sign up whatever, whatever jobs they have available that you're allowed to work. Uh, I mean, they, they won't let you work cardiac if you've never had cardiac experience as a nurse. Sure. But, um, yeah, you, you just apply. Your recruiter sends your application to whatever hospital you want to go to. They pay for your license in other states. They help facilitate it. And then you make bank
1: mm.
0: and uh, you just go work.
2: So you said that most places, like, they won't let you work cardiac if you didn't have any kind of cardiac history. So how do you even get there? How do you get the cardiac history?
0: Well, that, that's why you got to be a nurse for two oh, years. Oh, I yeah. see what you're
2: talking about. Okay. Fair enough. So
0: you have, to, you have to have some experience in the in the field that you're going to – be going into your uh, or the unit that you're going to be going on to, in order to work as a travel nurse. Because what's expected is that they, the hospital expects you to already know what you're doing when you get on the unit. You get maybe three days of an orientation to the unit, and then you go. You you're part of the. How
2: unit How long now. is your assignment? It
0: can be anywhere from four weeks to thirteen weeks oh. to then they you can renew a contract up to a year before uh-huh. the. Before the state starts taxing you as a resident.
2: Oh. And how far are you traveling?
0: I only travel an hour. Yeah? I go home every night. Oh,
2: man. So you're not like international or national kind of thing. You're just...
0: No, you can be. I mean, there's jobs in Alaska, Colorado, Mm. uh, everywhere. Florida. You can go wherever. And the company will pay for you to get your license there.
2: That's actually really cool. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Oh. How's your experience been so far?
0: Great. I've... I have renewed my contract three times at the hospital that I was just at.
2: So you're enjoying it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's nice.
2: Okay. All right.
0: So I think some people expect travelers to, you know, me going into travel nursing, I was like, oh, well, there's a reason that this hospital needs a a traveler, right? You, You need to fill positions. It was during COVID. And then also, I think as a traveler, you're like, well, I'm not going to be here for very long, so you're probably going to get shit on by the rest of the employees. Mm. They know you make more money, it, but that was not the case. No, for me anyway. Really? They were very appreciative. Yeah, that they just had help. So I
2: think it, it goes a long way to have that uh, that demeanor. You know, I think your attitude, whether whatever position you sit on, if you have the right attitude, no one's really going to judge you.
0: And I think being a paramedic helped with that too, right? Like you. Sure. Sometimes you just have to. Go into the shit, and you just have to work with it, mm-hmm. and I think that helps as a traveler. You know, you can fit right into any situation, and you just kind of go for it. Sure.
2: I like that. Any hardships, whether it was in school or current situation?
0: No, nursing school was so easy. Was it?
2: Oh, man. Was it really?
0: <laughs> it was easy. Four days a week? A lot of it was online, actually. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty easy. No hardships there.
2: No. What about now? Now that you're on the field? Nah. No? Nah. You I work, got a cake. I work cake day spot surgery,
0: then. man. No nights, no weekends, no holidays. Really? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, you're sending Kush right now. Oh, though. absolutely. I like it. So, so, no struggles.
0: Ah, go get your nursing, kids.
2: Yeah? Yeah, you hear that? Go get your nursing. If you're a paramedic Don't or whatever. Do it. Don't do it. No struggles.
0: Not really. Not right now.
2: You're a beast. I like that. I'm okay.
0: glad you noticed.
2: You're a beast. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Don't forget it. How often do you work? Four days a week. Four days a week. Four tens. Okay. Yeah. Some. So I, some I get exhausted at all?
0: No, I, I've got it. So, I work Monday, Tuesday. Got Wednesday off. Thursday, Friday. Get Saturday, Sunday off.
2: Do you just get that or do you fight for that?
0: No, I just get it. We're not open on the weekends. Oh,
2: my gosh. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Well, you know, one of the topics I was going to have you talk about was, like, maintaining sense of, like, stability and, you know, mental strength. But clearly, you got no struggles, right? Unless you're doing something right on the outside. So, tell me about what you're doing on the outside to maintain your mental, like, fitness. And mental
0: mental fitness, not physical fitness. Both. Yes, both. Uh, so, I've just gotten into hockey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just started playing hockey. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I can skate. But that's pretty much it. That's um,
1: fine. That's but what yeah,
0: it. so so my wife and I do we do hockey. Okay. Twice a week, three times a week, something nice. like that. Um, and then I also like I said, I, I play guitar a lot. That's kind of my go to thing. I'm not one of those people that likes to sit and watch T V and sure. lounge on the couch. Um, so playing guitar, writing music, I'm in a band. So
2: Okay. Tell me about your band.
0: We do that. Well, my drummer just quit this
2: morning. <laughs> fucking asshole! <laughs>
0: Oops, was that on air? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm in a band. Started uh, probably a couple months, uh, maybe like eight months ago or something like that. Okay. So it's still pretty new, very infant stages. Okay. Like we're a newborn band.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but we we generally play about once a week. Is practice been writing a lot of songs. Um, well, trying to anyway.
2: You or all together?
0: I'm generally the one that writes okay. a lot of the stuff. Interesting. So, it takes up a lot of my time, but I, I enjoy doing it, so.
2: Are you, like, in a public bus in the back seat writing lyrics, like m M&M m or something, or just?
0: Um, usually at the bar.
2: At the bar, okay.
0: okay. Yeah, on their napkins. Yeah? Yeah.
2: That's awesome. And what kind of music do you write? Like, what do you...
0: Like I said, a lot of my roots are in the 80s hair metal. Sure. Uh, so my mom got me into that. She She's pregnant with me. She listened to Dio and Judas Priest. So okay. So I came out with yep. full head of hair, just banging. Absolutely. Yeah, you know? there
2: you go. Absolutely.
0: But my rhythm guitar player, he is more into the prog rock. So he writes a lot of the melodic lines. Sure. Uh, the bass player is more into kind of jam bandy jazz. Mm. And then we've got a female singer um, right now so she she really likes 80s hair metal too so
2: tell me about night stalker it's crawler <sighs> tell me about night crawler
0: yeah so this <laughs> <laughs> the song night stalker
2: in my defense is a movie right with uh
0: no, that's night crawler is it really Jesus Christ oh my
2: gosh What's Night Stalker? Hang on, this is gonna bug me. It's in your head. No, Night Stalkers is actually a aviation company in the army. I'll show you. That's that not you. the
0: song, and well, it's not the movie. It's a
2: valid. It's a valid excuse of why. I mess this up, and the reason why I'm stalling right now is because it is a thing. The One Sixtieth Night Stalkers. It is a Blackhawk Aviation Unit. All right. So, all right, and I'll I was just, you. I was just reading about this. Okay. So my Wait, defense. All I'm hearing are excuses. Let's reel that back in. What about night? <clears throat> what about Nightcrawler?
0: There you go. <laughs> uh, th- so that was the song that you played earlier. Yes. At the beginning of the for the intro. Uh, yeah, I wrote that, and it's essentially. About being a night shift paramedic, and about all of the shit you see on night shift, and just about the struggles that we go through as night shift paramedics when we get home uh, after seeing all of the some of the crazy things that that we see on night shift.
2: Give me some examples
0: of what
2: of your lyrics and what you chose to talk about.
0: Oh, yeah, so uh, the the bridge section. Essentially, I guess if I could make a music video of this, it would be awesome. Um, The bridge section, there are some lyrics that say, Hey, hey, can you hear me? Uh, Pray, pray down on your knees. Fade away into nothing. Fade away. And at that point, if I I could make a music video, that would be the paramedic working an arrest and looking down at the patient and getting flashbacks and seeing themselves in the patient um, to not only talk to the patient, like, hey, hey, can you hear me? Um, but also talking to themselves.
2: And like, how, d- how did you come up with this? Did something, like, trigger this and you just kind of put your own image into paper?
0: So when I w- was a paramedic, um, I worked with two people that ultimately ended up taking their own lives. Um, and so I think that just I wanted to shed some light on... You know, the fact that we do deal with PTSD, we do deal with depression, anxiety, and we don't always talk about it. And it, it can cause damage within ourselves, our families, our friends, our lives.
2: Why is it important to talk about it?
0: Because it can cause damage.
2: <laughs> You're good. You're good. I like it. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's a reminder for everybody out there that, like, i, I push this multiple times it's okay to not be okay um just have an outlet and talk about it even if it's writing lyrics or it's just jamming out and that's your way of talking about it you know just have an outlet have a resource and uh, i think it's what's that old saying like the more you bottle it in the, the more of explosion whatever it's going to be you know you just gotta can't let it you can't just let yourself break so, especially if you work in EMS and law enforcement and military, and everything that we do here within these thin lines of communities, you know, so it's, it's a tough, tough position. So, and we will. I know I've I beat myself in the head over calls before, and I'm sure you have, absolutely. You know, and those around you could sense that, you know. So, and your wife, you know, I'm sure she she's a resource for you, All right? She
0: is, and I talked to her. Um, But I also think it's easier to talk to people who are in the field. Um, So, back to to Nightcrawler, I don't think that the general population would necessarily understand the lyrics. But I know that I've shared the song with multiple people that I've worked with who are in the field. And they understand what it's about right away. And so I I think, yes, it is important to talk to family and friends. But I think some of us also don't want to burden them with what we see yeah um because it does take a special person to to learn how to deal with that and cope with it yeah and you know not everybody wants to hear about the car crash that you saw on the side of the road or the grandma you picked up um but talking about it with co-workers therapists i, I definitely think it's important to do so
2: there's an understanding there is yeah just get help you know like i said we've 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 uh, collaborated with BlueHelp.org, who's also doing all the other agencies for uh, mental health. But reach out to them if you find yourself struggling. You know anybody who's struggling. Uh, she's got a direct phone number for you to reach to get that assistance. But nonetheless, back to you and your story and my dog. Right Here's Dre coming up to studio. Hey, Dre. Right? Studio dog. <laughs> Wish I could get a microphone on him. Um, you just have to have a... A sense of enjoyment which i could tell your band hockey right traveling travel nurse whatever it is you tell me you want to go back to alaska right but your your lyrics is based off your connection with your work um where you're headed what's next
0: where am i headed just in general yeah like as a profession as with your band I would I would like to get famous, right? Yeah. Don't wouldn't we all? Um, yeah. So ultimately, I it's not about the money for me. I just I want to go out and play shows. I I think I was talking to you about doing charity events, uh, maybe creating an album that is dedicated to first responders, um, and you know just something to to listen to to remind everyone that we're all kind of in this together. We're all here to help each other out. And, uh, so some charity events, but ultimately I, I think I would just like a bigger platform to reach more people to, especially young women, uh, just young kids, anybody really that has a dream and that thinks that, you know, there's no time to go for it or they're too busy in their normal lives. They've got kids, they've got work, they've got this and that. There's always time to do what makes you happy and, we, we learned this, you know, little phrase early on, right? You can't make any, anybody else happy if you're not happy. Yes. So go be happy. Do what makes you happy. And there is always time. Like, you're not running out of time. Time is honestly all we have.
2: Literally, it's all we have. It is all we have. Yep. yep. But you have to take advantage of it because you're going to, at some point, time's going to run out. You know, so ride ride your time, you know, ride it hard. Um, why did you pick up a guitar? Like, what inspired you to even just start rocking? I know you told me about the music that your mom was listening to when you were pregnant.
0: When she was, I'm not pregnant. I'm when, sorry, she pregnant. when she was
2: pregnant, she was
0: pregnant. Yeah, listening to '80s hair metal, hearing the guitar solos, learning about Randy Rhodes, who used to be the guitar player for Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, he he died in a plane crash a long time ago, but. He was kind of my inspiration to pick up a guitar. I I wanted to learn how to play like that. I I wanted to play fast. I wanted to shred. I wanted to play solos and make music, you know, reach people in a special way.
2: Sure. And I know you and I have talked about doing events, you know, like even getting you out on the stage for the next time we have an event. Um, Even, I think, in your county. Or Lake County is one of the places that we've partnered up pretty heavily. Listen,
0: I travel, right? Let's go. I'm a travel nurse. I it. travel. I
2: got the stage. We got the microphones. You got guitar. Yeah, right. Just make the lyrics. I got and you. And you told me that you were gonna make some uh, like an intro song for me. Right? I will for my Absolutely. show.
0: Absolutely. You gotta tear down my deck.
2: Yes, I will do All that. All right. <laughs> Happily, I'll do that. Um, talk about work in balance, right?
0: Work life balance.
2: What's your stance on that?
0: It's super important. Uh, I know when I was working as a nurse on night shift, I did not have a work-life balance. I was a bitch. I still kind of am, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, I was I was tired all the time. Night shift just doesn't drive with me. But uh, I was tired. I was cranky. Uh, I felt like I didn't have, you know, any... Um, energy. My body just didn't adjust, but I think it is definitely important to have work-life balance. I know that if I've got a rough day at work or we've been busy, my go-to is go down, play guitar for a little bit, and then I'm ready to like kind of relax. I am the type of person, though, that I like to go, 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 go. I refill my bucket by doing things, not just sitting on the couch watching TV. Right. Like I'm not, I don't, I can't relax. Um, but yeah, I mean, just doing things that make you happy to get your mind off of whatever it is that's making you upset is, is super important because it, it refreshes you to go back to work the next day with an open mind, you know, leave it at the door, come in, do what you're supposed to do. And generally, if you go in with a mindset like, all right, I'm going to have a good day. It's fine. Shit can hit the fan. I'm having a fucking good day. I don't care. <laughs> you you generally leave like all right. That wasn't too bad.
2: Do you ever bring your guitar to work?
0: Uh, only if I'm going to the studio afterwards. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That'd be cool to have a little break and you go in the, the break room, or whatever, just start jamming out.
0: I do. I do go in the break room and put in my headphones and like write lyrics yeah. and stuff. Yeah, or, or in my car or whatever. Oh, that's awesome. So.
2: That's no. That's awesome. We're. Uh, Where's your band going right now? Like, I mean, I, I know you said you want to get famous, but what's your next goal? Other uh, than doing events, I mean, you guys are writing lyrics pretty regularly. Are you going to drop an alb- album?
0: I would. I think our goal right now is to just get enough songs ready for an EP. Okay. So it's about five songs. We have four, um, that are pretty much done. Need some tweaking, but we'll hopefully come out with an EP. I'd like it sooner rather than later. Sure. Finding people that meet my energy level is kind of hard, but yeah, um, yeah, eventually an entire album would be ideal. Going out playing shows, opening for bigger bands, would be awesome. Um, And like I said, just getting out there. We need to find a drummer and any anybody a drummer. (laughs) Anybody know how to play drums? Yeah,
2: you're a drummer here. Let's reach out. We're taking applicants. Right. Right. What's your contact (laughs) Vince? Right. What is your dream drummer i mean how describe the drummer you're looking for neil pert no, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> love it
0: uh it just honestly anybody that'll show up to practice that is committed to you know helping contribute creatively and uh has good cohesion with the band good vibes good vibes yeah um and that can just bang on shit
2: yeah i could dig that and tell me about the name of your band
0: Viridian Steel. Where's that from? Viridian's a color.
2: Ooh, okay.
0: It's a, like, green, dark green color. Yeah. All of the other really cool band names were already taken. Oh. Bastards. Yeah. Um. So we came up with Viridian. It sounds cool. No one else had that band name. Sure. And then Steel, just because, you know, metal, heavy metal. Yeah. Steel.
2: Of course. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I dig it.
0: Yeah.
2: Who came up with it?
0: Me and the singer, actually. Really? Yeah.
2: Okay. So who's the OG of the band? Like, who started you guys? Oh, yeah, I did. You did? I did. So you reached out and you found your members? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yep. My rhythm guitar player, he's a good friend of mine, so we we were jamming during COVID, um, and then I was like, fuck it, let's get some more people involved.
2: Yeah, let's make this thing happen.
0: Yeah, here we are.
2: Where can we find you?
0: Facebook. We're on Instagram. I think you're going to show me how to use it a yeah, little right. bit. Um,
2: go do a little knowledge yeah. education.
0: And then the song is on all Apple. major streaming platforms. Yeah. Amazon, Apple, YouTube, yeah. SoundCloud, what other? I don't know what people use nowadays. Mm-hmm.
2: It's 99 cents on Apple Music, right? Drop a little support.
0: Yeah, go buy that shit.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No Lime wire. It's good stuff. Yeah. you going to drop us a solo? Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. I'll yeah. do it. I'll do Before it. Before we get there, I want to know a little bit of a story of something that happened to you recently. So let me drink a little more bourbon here. You didn't even get to try the bourbon I poured you.
0: I've been busy with this corona.
2: Well, now it's all watered down.
0: Just the way I like it.
2: What we got here is uh, Hotel Tango. It was one of our series. Oh, it's good. Yeah. A little while back from it's Indiana. Really good. Indianapolis, Indiana.
0: Yeah, I can dig this.
2: Yeah, it's a uh, veteran-owned. Um, this is actually their limited series, so it's one of their higher-end bottles. I like it. I yeah. like it a lot, actually. It's, it's smooth.
0: Maybe it was the limoncello you put in it.
2: I put a little limoncello, right? A little Alder, Alder, Arnold Palmer style. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I like it. it. So what happened recently <clears throat> that is floating around social medias, a video in particular, Have you just like jamming out and all of a sudden you're pulled up on the stage and you're freaking like wide-eyed bushy-tailed just you know what i'm talking about
0: oh yeah i know what you're talking about what happened so my mom and i went to a slaughter concert if you don't know who slaughter is you should shame on you yeah exactly go check them out um they're an 80s hair metal band been around for a while And so my mom and I went went to the concert. We got VIP tickets because it was a birthday present for Mm me. Mm -hmm. So we're jamming out, having a great time. End of the set, or end of the show, rather. Everybody's just making shit tons of noise with their instruments. Lights are going crazy. And the guitar player, his name is Jeff Jeff Blando. Sorry if I uh, mispronounced that, (laughs) by the way. If you're listening. Um, He takes his guitar off and, like, hands it to me. And I'm just looking at him like I don't want to touch your shit. I don't want to be disrespectful. Uh, I don't. What do you want me to do with this? And he like puts it over me, and is like just strum. And I, I didn't <laughs> think it was on. I didn't think they saw the sound on. Well, when I realized that the sound was on, I actually started playing because I know how to play. And <laughs> I think the the video, if whatever's around. It's like everybody just stops playing their instruments and looks at me like, holy shit, is that her? Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's me. Uh, So they pull me on stage and let me jam for a little bit. And uh, yeah, it was one of the coolest fucking moments of my life so far till I become famous.
2: Could you imagine if you didn't know how to play the song?
0: I was just jamming, like I was just soloing, just for out of my ass. Yeah, I just can play a lot it. better than than what's on the video, but oh, no <laughs> kidding. It's uh, yeah, it, that was a lot of fun. i um, thank you guys in the band Slaughter for for doing that for me.
2: Just uh, written off a comment that he posted, right in response. to Everything going on, I saw this on your Facebook or your social media that uh, and this is him quoting. I had no idea she was a player. She just had this very interesting and happy look in her eyes. So I just handed her my guitar and at the end of the song set or whatever it was he, he was playing. Then she started playing a note and I'm like, Coolio, right? Like, all right, she knows what's going on and I'll just grab you on stage. And I think that's awesome for me to see other artists do that. It's giving you an opportunity, right? Yeah. And before we started recording this show... You were talking about, like, you want to inspire others to take this opportunity. Tell me about how you're correlating these.
0: Just the the fact that these guys have stayed so humble um, in fame, fortune, um, but they also have families too, right? But they, they have all stayed very humble the whole concert. Uh, they were very – they got the audience involved. They were fist-bumping everybody. They were leaning down, taking selfies with – with the audience um, and individual members of the audience too. It wasn't like a group photo. Um, so I, yeah, like I said, I want a bigger platform to help reach other people to, to get them to do their dreams, go for it. Even, even if it seems unreachable, you you will 100% not reach your dreams if you don't try. And eventually I would like to return the favor you know, bring somebody up on stage, hand them my guitar, bring them up on stage, and just let them jam and and create that moment for them that the same moment I had. Like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome! Like, I got off stage, like shaking and then crying because I was so happy that like that that actually happened. Hmm. It still feels like a dream a little bit, but yeah. not happened.
2: <laughs> it happened. It's it's on video. It's on social media. But in this inspiration, right? The kind of being humble and, and helping others out to their aspirations. Has there ever been a moment like this in your career as nurse or paramedic? Did someone like ever just give you that opportunity and you're like, I want to be like that.
0: Maybe probably not in nursing yet. Um, Well, actually, yeah, probably we'll go. We'll go with nursing. Um, one of the doctors that I used to work with in the ER, he just the nicest guy, right? Like he always made the patient feel at ease, came in, you know, wasn't a dick, was very patient with people, patient with families, just very calm demeanor. And that's kind of hard to find in the ER and just health care anyway, right yeah. now, especially since everything's so crazy with the pandemic. I think a lot of people are on edge, um, just even working with somebody who just has such a kind, caring personality who shows up to work, and I, I've never seen him in a bad mood, um, you know, it kind of brightens your day, and you're like, oh, I should probably be more like him. Like, I, I should probably cool my tits a bit. It's fine, you know, like, and and take care of business, and, uh, you know, just, just treat patients and people in general with respect, kindness, um, and and hopefully they'll return the favor.
2: Have you found yourself doing that yet with anybody else? Like returning the favor and being kind and humble, don't mind the camera.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think working, um, especially as a medic, I, I think that that has been helpful for me. Um, when you get that late night call, you know, at 3 a.m. for – uh, leg pain that's been going on for the past two weeks, you know, sometimes that can get old. But I think being a nurse has helped me, you know, kind of treat that person as a person um, and not get annoyed as easily because they're they're calling for a reason.
2: Their emergency.
0: Their emergency. And to them, it is an emergency.
2: Yep.
0: Or maybe they don't have anyone else to take them to the hospital. Yep. Um, and who am I to judge them for calling 911 for calling and asking for help which not everybody does right um, as we all know being medics um, we don't generally ask for help right even when we do need it so I I try and look at it as like okay that's maybe admirable is the wrong word but they're asking for help and I'm getting paid to help them yeah
2: <laughs> like like it's her job right yeah why and my biggest pet peeve is like when it comes to the help and you know you're there for a reason i i cannot stand it when a paramedic or anybody in the job isn't maintaining their own health and yet they're trying to tell others to be strong and like do something right you know like if somebody says hey go you should go work out and then like well how come you're not working out you know what i mean it's like lead well, by example exactly exactly you know? So with that i mean how do you how do you handle what's your relationship like with your peers you know nurse to nurse is it different with medic to medic because it's a lot bigger organization
0: I think so actually definitely um it is it is different nurse to nurse you know I find that at least the medics that I have or the nurses that I work with are they're they're more sensitive um because you're, you're kind of bred to be that way uh, in school. Like I said, you, you focus more on the human aspect of things as opposed to, uh, there's, this is a problem I need to solve right now. It's an emergency. I, like, if I don't fix this, my patient might die. Um, whereas medics, I think we pride ourselves on being tough and having that like hard outer shell and not letting things get to us, find humor in some really dark shit Hmm. And I think that's part of a coping mechanism that we have to have, um, so that we don't get, you know, overwhelmed by all of the crap that we see at work. Sure. And so I think the relationship is definitely different. You know, I'll send goofy, really like non-tasteful memes to my m- medic friends and my cohorts. Do you really? That I would never send to any of the nurses that I work with. You
2: actually send like memes to your medic friends? Absolutely. I haven't got anything. Shit. <laughs>
0: least, I'll fix that. <laughs> right. I'll fix Thanks it. Thanks <laughs> for
2: that. Sheesh. Um, no, I think it's right though. You got to you got to have that that relation, you know, with uh your your peers because it really does take one toxic individual to ruin a workforce. You know, so I like that. But I'm not going to let you escape it. So, bust out the guitar and uh drop us a solo and tell me what you're going to be dropping. What's that? Oh, you got your thing. Do your thing.
0: Yeah, I'm going to I'll I'll do a solo. All
2: right, do your solo, do your thing. In
0: just a second.
2: All right. take all the vibe and you got it. this is awesome like i think you you just took this podcast to a whole nother level like you're hitting all the marks that we want when it comes to like having a hobby and and the goals and just maintaining your mental balance and you're like a perfect example of it so although apparently you got such a cush job that you got no issues you know <laughs> but it's I'm glad to see that you are like seriously and literally rocking it. Thank you. Yeah. So it. get on the mic though. Cause we're going to have some closing thoughts so they can hear you. Right. Closing thoughts. Closing thoughts.
0: closing thoughts. closing thoughts. All right. Let's How go. was it?
2: How was what? Your first show on the, or your first. Yeah. I guess it was your first uh, episode with us.
0: Oh yeah. It was great. Um, yeah. I'll be back next week.
2: Oh yeah. All right. I'm going to hold you to it. All right. You got to play a little more. Do a little intro for us now Deal. that we know what we're going to do. Deal. I got so, you. But uh, with our aspirations and our goals, I know we're going to have uh, more invites to events. And a lot of them are in-person concerts. So we will work with uh, you know, like Lake County response uh, for veterans. They will put you on stage. So I will shout. I'll give you their contact and vice versa. I'll put in a plug for them. Um,
0: that that would be that would be
1: awesome.
2: If you're willing to participate with our mission as well, I mean, consider yourself with an open seat here anytime. Absolutely, so that would be great. I would, I would love it. Any, any advice that you would give to anybody out there listening right now who have thought about doing something like what you're doing?
0: Go for it. Uh, the sky is the limit. Whatever you love to do, it it doesn't have to be music. It doesn't have to be working out. Uh, if you like to work on cars as a hobby, just do it. Um, If you like to build model trains as a hobby, do it. Um, Make the time for yourself to do it because, as we know, no one else is going to make the time for you. And no one else cares more about you than you do yourself. And and you really need to care about yourself in order to provide good care to the patients and the the other people that you care about. Just do it. Um, Make the time. Make the time.
2: This is honest. This has honestly been an exciting episode. So Nicole, it is an honor, it is a privilege to have you with us. We thank you for coming out. And uh give me that little three tone step down. You <laughs> yeah, it. you like that three tone step.
0: It. You got it. <laughs>
2: you all from us here within Thin Lines. Whatever it is that you do, wherever you are, just remember to stay within Thin Lines. And vibin'.